Well, hey there, and welcome to Live It Out, a podcast here at Centenary Church in Lexington, Kentucky, about faith and the 21st century. What does it mean to live as followers of Christ in a post-Christian society today? Each week, we're going to have the amazing opportunity to talk with people across the globe who are committed to walking through this life with Jesus and hear their thoughts and experiences of the Christian life in an ever-changing and hurting world. We hope that this encourages you and helps you in any way. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode. Welcome to Live It Out. I'm James Williams, pastor of Centenary Church in Lexington, Kentucky, and we're so glad that you are joining us today on the podcast. We try at least every month or so, uh, sometimes every week, to bring you interviews with some great Christian leaders uh, around the world, around the state of Kentucky, and uh, I'm excited every time that I get to connect with you. So thanks for listening today, and we're excited today to have a couple of folks that I think are on what I call the front lines of ministry. They're the directors of two Kentucky conference camps here in Kentucky. Uh, I have with me uh, Haley Andes, who's the director of operations at Aldersgate Camp, and that's in urban Kentucky. And then Warren Hopper, you've been around a long time. You're the director of Camp Lucon. Here in Kentucky, that's in Litchfield, Kentucky. And both of these places are two of the most beautiful spots, I think, in our state. And so we're excited to have you guys come today and talk about the the work of ministry through the camps. So welcome to Live It Out. Thanks. It's good to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Warren, I'm going to start with you uh, just to to tell us about the a little bit about the history and the background of Camp Lucon. I think I was in ministry for 15 years, maybe before I figured out what Lucon meant. And then I thought, <laughs> oh, how could I have missed that? But just some of the things that you're you've done over the years and and what's happening there at Camp Lucon. Sure. So the original land for Lucon was was donated. A small portion of it was donated by the Rao family. And uh, they said if one camper came to know Christ because of it, they would count it like all worth it. And uh, I think they'd be pretty pleased with what God has been able to do through that. Uh, I think they gave it to the church, uh, the local church, and it ended up becoming a conference camp for the uh, Louisville Conference of the United Methodist Church. Um, And uh, and that's and that's really what Lucon stands for is Louisville Conference. Uh, So I'm glad you got there, figured that out. There's a. Indian story that goes with that as well, but uh, uh, not necessarily something we need to waste our time on. But uh, over the years, uh, Lucon has grown. Uh, we started out really as a summer camp. Uh, we, we started out more with uh, district participation, more so than individual camper signups, and that's evolved. Um, before COVID, we were seeing about 1,500 campers a summer and uh, serving second through 12th graders. And then in the retreat season, uh, which is, you know, something that sort of became part of our, what we do, how we serve, uh, we would see over 6,000 retreat guests. Uh, There was a period of time where we had New Song Christian Music Festival. I think that ran from about 1986 until 2011. And uh, that's where a lot of people heard some great Christian music, some great speakers, 
but also gave their life to Christ, which is also where I gave my life to Christ. And um, we are, you know, just trying to do uh, fight the good fight, do some good work. I think in the last couple of years, camp is one of those spaces. While this is a an old type of ministry, it's probably more important than ever. Um, our kids are um, struggling uh, with a lot of different things, and they've been forgotten in a lot of different ways. And camper retreat ministry uh, really connects with that individual camper, draws them closer, um, helps them understand who they are, draws them closer to a community of believers that can support them, but also draws them closer in relationship with God. And so uh, it's been pretty pivotal. And uh, both of our camps, a lot of what we do is we point people to God, we reach them where they are, walk alongside them, listen to them, give them guidance, and we help them grow in a multitude of ways. And um, and so, and I have a, a secondary role. I guess it's my primary, and Luke kind of is my secondary role. I'm the executive director of Camper Retreat Ministry for the conference. And, um, and we're really, really excited about Haley Andes coming into Aldersgate and the role she's going to play. She has a history and understanding of their traditions, um, but also a lot of energy and good ideas. And, and I think she's going to uh, help move that ministry forward uh, in its focus on God and, and all the important things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Haley, it's great to have you with us and you're newer in this role uh, at Aldersgate, <laughs> but what a marvelous place to, to be able to work and to be a part of ministry. I know that so many marvelous things happen there. Tell, tell us a little bit about um, Aldersgate camp. Yeah. So I grew up going to camp. I was a camper. Um, starting, you know, rising third grader. I even came when my sister was older um, and would help drop her off at camp and I never wanted to leave. Um, so I know that we are approaching, I believe it's our 59th summer at Aldersgate. Um, and so, you know, we have the summer camp where lots of kids and young adults and students get to come out. Um, and I, I believe that Aldersgate, you know, is like a, it's a set apart place. It's a holy place. And so um, just experience God and his love for them um, in a very intentional way. And so, and much like Lucan, we have retreats during that off season too. Um, and so we have retreat groups that come out um, and get to experience parts of camp as well. And so um, I'm really excited to be a part of that. Um, it is where I accepted Christ in my life and also felt um, a calling into ministry as well, specifically camping ministry. So um, it is a dream, but also a calling to be able to serve in this position. So wonderful, wonderful. You know, it's been a long time for me, but I absolutely loved every aspect of camp. Um, I didn't go very often growing up, but when I did get to go, the activities they would have, the, the ropes course, was always my favorite and uh, and I was always scared to death but after you know once you do it you want to do it go back and do it a million times and so I love stuff like that and then and then the opposite of hide and seek I don't know if you guys have this at your camps but where you go and find the counselor type stuff and you get to spend a week away from your parents which is you know what's not to love about that and so there are all kinds of great things that happen in that setting and um 
but the but the other piece of it is really just as if you think about it from the standpoint of discipleship, especially Christian camps, all of that is really bait for trying to introduce young people. And sometimes I know you have adult camps too, but really introducing young people to the love of Christ. And um, I, I was amazed at our annual conference here in Kentucky a few years ago when someone who was speaking from the stage, uh, there were about a thousand people in the room and uh, he asked everyone to stand up who gave their lives to Christ at a camp. And it was phenomenal how many people stood up across that room. And, and do you all think that's, that's still the case? Is, is that what you see happen summer to summer? Yeah, I, I really do. I think um, when we look at a lot of the pastors in our conference, a lot of the youth leaders, we see people that have been um, on staff or uh, and or campers at one of our two camps. Um, when I see, I mean, there are people on the cabinet that uh, uh, they tested out ministry for the first time working at Aldersgate or working at Lucon. Um there are several pastors that really attribute God connecting with them for the first time in their life or placing this special call at one of these places. And I think sacred ground, holy ground, like that's a good word for it. For a lot of our pastors, children throughout the conference, like these places, these spaces have become home. Uh, that's one of the things that Aldersgate says a lot is welcome home. And for those kids that sort of moved a lot throughout the state, this was sort of a stable place, a place where they could always come home and connect with God and connect with others. And I think also that's true for other kids throughout the state. This is a, a stable place where they can meet God and, and find um, what it is that he's wanting to do in their lives. Uh, but that's definitely every time I go somewhere, I run into pastors that have had that type of experience and, um, and know it's the importance of this type of ministry. Yeah, absolutely. You know, last last summer, even in the midst of dealing with COVID, when our kids uh, here at uh, Centenary came back from camp, I think we did uh, eight or nine baptisms after after they returned home. And so it's really a beautiful way for us to to relate the gospel to to young people and young adults. And what are some of the activities that, that kind of, we know, we know a lot of the fun stuff. We can guess a lot of the fun stuff that happens, but what are some of the ways that they really do hear the gospel when they're at camp? Yeah, I think um, a lot of the counselors lead their groups, you know, in intentional Bible studies, but I think they're done in, um, in like a non-traditional, you know, camp fun way of doing that. So it might be, acting out different Bible passages or also something that we do at Aldersgate is also like quiet time. So reflecting on what they've learned. But I also think some of that ministry and sharing of the gospel also happens in those fun activities like high ropes course and low ropes course, because it's all about not just the personal development, but also your faith development. And how can you take what you're learning from those activities and apply it to your spiritual growth? And I think that is um, one of the very fun things about camp that allows us to do that through those activities. Because kids and students, they love to be active and stuff. And so um, getting in there and doing things, but then it's the debrief that takes place after that, right? It's not just an activity. It's how can we use that activity to grow deeper 
and go deeper. So. Absolutely. And Haley, you, you said that that was your experience personally growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. And Warren, I'm interested. What was, what was your background to, to get you interested in? You've been around the camps for a long time. How, how'd you get into that? I, I appreciate it. That's a nice way of saying I'm old. Uh, so thanks. Um, We're both a little so, bigger. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm not, I'm not really sure why I wasn't a camper. Um, I know I was a pretty shy kid. And, uh, and so I wasn't as open to going and doing certain things. But uh, when I was in middle school, uh, Ken Hughes, who was a pastor that retired recently, he was my youth director for a short time. And uh, I remember him taking us when I was in middle school to Lucon for a retreat. And the focus of that retreat was this quiet time with God and listening to the spirit. And uh, I remember a little bit of the fun things we did, but I also remember him sending us out to practice this quiet time. And I remember experiencing like the Holy Spirit and I'm sitting in a field and I could take you to that spot today. And for some reason, the grass wasn't cut. So I mean, like the field was like two or three feet high. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't buggy. It was in the fall. And I just remember sitting out there and talking to God and listening to God and, um, and recognizing like his love for me in that space. And then, uh, there were some other retreats that occurred. I had several youth leaders. Uh, another one of those was Chris Hallett, uh, who's still a pastor in the conference. And he took us out. We did like a mission opportunity, did some work at camp. And uh, and while we were there, Chris had actually worked the year before uh, on summer staff, and he told uh, the the interim director at the time that they should hire me. And um, and so that's sort of how I got introduced to this. Hey, camp is a place you could work. I I have to laugh about that a little bit because uh, the interim director called me after I had submitted my application to ask questions because I wasn't qualified. There was nothing on there that he could tell uh, whether I would be a good staff member or not. And I mentioned being quiet and shy. I remember showing up the very first day and thinking in my own head, thinking to myself, how did I get here? And just that transformation of what God does in that space, not only with the young people, uh, with the children and youth, but also with the summer staff. That's a place, again, where you get to sort of serve God in a different way where you are shaped and molded in a different way. And where God often gives you these dreams, these visions, these callings. And, and for me, that became a a very clear calling of what God wanted me to do with my life, which was uh, pretty empowering, empowering. Yeah, I would say so. And, and no, there's no way to really tell, how many people's lives that you all have affected over the years, really until we get to heaven, I think you'll know uh, then, but it's really beautiful to be able to be used uh, in that way. And it is absolutely ministry. I've, I've grown in my knowledge of that more and more over the years. And uh, it's, it's a place where God moves and works. And well, you know, one of the ways that I think we can be partners with you all in the in the in Kentucky is for our churches to really take more of a an interest in our camps. And as as much good 
that comes out of those camps, as much ministry that comes out of those camps. I know a lot of times it may may be that some of the same churches are are the most involved, and uh, they really are as as much as we know the names of our camps, hidden gems that so many people need to discover for for ministry. And and so Haley, what are some of the ways that our churches uh, can get involved, and what are some of the camps, upcoming camps that you all have planned there? Yeah, we have so many camps to choose from. Um, so we have younger elementary. And so um, I believe that's rising third and fourth graders. So you can start really young um, and there's, you know, higher or older elementary and then um, middle school camps, high school camps. And then at Aldersgate, we have some kind of like specialty camps. So we have one that's a sports camp and then we have LM, which is leisure ministries. That's a really fun camp for um, high school students and um, extreme adventure. So doing some more of the adventure things, if you're very outdoorsy and like rustic type of living, that's especially for you. And so I think I remember growing up that um, I would always try to get a friend or two to come with me from my church. And sometimes it just took me talking about my experience at camp to get people to want to come out. Um, I remember also that some churches would bring their church van full of kids and like they signed them all up for to go to a camp together. And I think that's really cool, too. So you get to meet a lot of new people, but then you can experience summer camp with the people that you do go to church with and you have that other connection with. So I think just kind of getting I think it's about awareness, too, for kids to know and parents to know that these camps are out here um, and that it's so great for your child's spiritual development and formation. And it's really fun too. So. Yeah. And you know, and, and Lucon camp Lucon may have this as well, but I know for sure that you all at Aldersgate do something called grandparents camp. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, my sister's actually trying to persuade my parents to, be grand campers this year. Um, and so it's really fun because grandparents get to bring their grandkids and experience camp. It's for, it's not a full week of camp. It's about half a week of camp, but doing all of the camp things, um, with your grandkids. And so that actually starts as young as five. And so that's like the youngest, um, when kids can start coming is if they come with their grandparents at the age of five and up. And so, um, they're a lot of fun. I know that the grandparents love to bring their grandkids out here and just experience camp with them. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Warren, Warren, what about Lucon? What's what's coming up there? We're getting close yeah. to summer. Yeah, we are. Uh, another thing coming up for Aldersgate is they're about to have YDR retreat, which is Youth Discipleship Retreat, um, and that'll happen in April. Uh, Lucon just finished our Engage Retreat, which is a similar they come as youth groups together. Um, this summer, we have we have a lot of camps as well. A lot of our camps are similar. We're trying to bring some of that language together so it's clear across our conference what those shared things are. Uh, we have discovery camps, so younger elementary discovery, that's the same kind of thing. Third and fourth graders, older elementary adventure, that's the fifth and sixth grade. Uh, we both have these middle school experiences, senior high experiences. Um, 
One of the things that Lucon offers that's different is a, uh, a summit camp. And so you sign up for this junior high or the senior high summit, but at the same time, there are these additional tracks you can sign up for water sports camp, um, uh, photography, uh, discipleship, uh, a whole slew of like different options. And so that way kids that may have uh, different interests, but really want to go to camp together can do that, learn a new skill, have a special experience, but also be a part of this bigger piece and these worships together and all those things. Uh, the Aldersgate has the outdoor extreme. Lucon has what's called great outdoors and they do all of our high adventure things, all of our water sports things, but then they also go, go off site uh, for hidden river cave and uh, canoeing on the green river and some of those different kinds of options. Uh, we also have a grand camp. Uh, we were doing that just one time through the summer, whereas uh, Aldersgate does that multiple times. And it, like you said, it's a beautiful thing that originated at Aldersgate. So that's one of the ways that we're learning from Aldersgate. And there's other ways that they're learning, learning from uh, Lucon. So that's a good partnership. A lot of people don't realize that Camp and Retreat Ministry has had a team for a while. And we operate in a lot of the same ways, but also keep our traditions and do certain things that are really unique to us. Uh, we consider ourselves one camp with two locations, uh, but at the same time, if you go to one or the other, you might experience things in a really different, unique, powerful kind of way. And even the settings are very different, um, which is just another thing. Just like a sanctuary might speak to someone, God's creation and sanctuary often is a tool that he uses to to proclaim who he is as well. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for that. And 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 Aldersgate Camp is about an hour from Lexington. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it is. About an hour from Lexington, Kentucky. And then the largest city, I guess, close to you all, Warren, would be um, Bowling Green. Is yeah, that- Bowling Green is 45 minutes to an hour, depending on which part you're looking at there. Louisville is about an hour and a half or so. Okay. All right. So that kind of helps folks that aren't familiar to, to gauge where those camps are located. And and then as we as we close today, I just want to really reiterate and let people know that when they invest in camping ministries, whether it's an individual or a church, um, they can give to that. They can give their time. They can give their financial resources. They really are investing in the spiritual lives of young people. And so I really wanted to hear, uh, wanted to, to really let people hear that today and, and encourage them in that. And to get more information from Aldersgate, uh, what, what's your website? Yeah, it's aldersgatecamp.org. Aldersgatecamp.org. And there are uh, many folks when you uh, get to navigating that website that you can reach out to and contact. And Warren, how would folks get in touch with, with you and Lucon? Or lucon.org is our website. That's a good way to go. And both camps also have a social media presence. Um, we can be found in either of those spaces. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you both for, for giving us a, a little bit of time today. I just, I wish I could express how much I appreciate both of your ministries because I really do. And my prayer is that this is going to be the best summer ever as we're coming out of COVID, hopefully. And and getting back into the swing of things. 
thanks, James. Can I add one one thing real quick? Absolutely, absolutely. Probably more than ever, our camps are in need of, of volunteers, and and part of that is a hey, we need volunteers to prepare for camp. Each camp has a workday that's coming up that you can find out about, uh, but also we moved from regular summer camp to no summer camp to last year, sort of a, a different type of camp. And we're moving back to our more normal kind of summer. And we're going to need a lot of volunteers to help live out those ministries. And so, you know, if you're thinking about what you want to do this summer, have a way that you might be able to serve God, uh, either through volunteering, like as a counselor at camp, uh, applying to serve on summer staff, uh, or prior to camp, uh, coming out one weekend or one day to sort of bring a team to help get things ready. All of those will be welcome by our camps. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Warren. And I hope that, that some folks will connect with you all and be a part of that. And so you heard their uh, website addresses, and we'll also put those in the show notes too. So ways that you can get in contact with the staff of Aldersgate Camp and Lucon. Well, thanks again for listening today. We always are thankful to be able to come to you like this and just have conversations about what God is doing in the church and around the world. So keep praying, uh, keep listening for his voice, and keep the faith. Live It Out, Faith and the 21st Century is a production of Centenary Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Join lead pastor James Williams each week as we engage Christian leaders around the world. Be sure to subscribe today and leave a review of our podcast. To connect with us further, visit our website at lexchurch.com. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to joining you next week. Until then, love one another and live it out.